Hi, Geert. Welcome to the studio. Hey, Kevin. Good afternoon. Um, today, we're going to talk about a very specific topic. Um, organizing a camping for your large event or, or festival. And I'm, I notice I say large. Uh, maybe it doesn't need to be large. I don't know. It doesn't have to be large. Um, of course, there is always uh, as uh, the same as like in a festival at the campsite, there is also econ economic reality. So you have mm -hmm. to have a certain size to make it profitable but yeah you can uh, build small and big campsites of course what i wanted to talk um to you about here because um you work for festicamp and festicamp is and correct me if i'm wrong maybe i should let you ask, uh, answer that question what is festicamp well festicamp it's in the name uh, Festicamp is a campsite or a festival campsite production company. So basically, we are doing uh, the same like an, a production company, or, or we always explain it like an architect. What an architect is doing with a building, we will do with um, with a campsite. So we produce, we build, we design, we operate, and and so we we deliver the whole package um, in terms of festival campsites. Okay, if you look at a festival campsite. What are the major things as, as a festival organizer you need to be aware of? Maybe the biggest pitfalls uh, that you need to be aware of when organizing such a thing? Well, there is one or, or basically two big pitfalls. The first thing that the problem is um, a festival campsite, it looks the same as a festival but it's a little bit like skiing and, and lang laughing. It, it looks the same. You do it in winter and you do it in snow, but it isn't the same. There, there are more differences than, than, than things who are the same. And, and that's the most common mistake uh, which uh, festival promoters make when looking at their campsite. You have an idea and it, it's, it, it looks all very easy and you think, oh, we're going to apply this idea, but it will work possibly your idea and uh, on your festival, but at the campsite, things are different. So that, that's the first, the biggest thing. It's different. It's not the same. It's a different thing. Secondly, because you have um, your festival, which is like, like a huge, uh, huge thing with a lot of what we call gravitation. So everything is kind of um, sucked, sucked into the festival. Um, which let the campsite, yeah, the, the camp, we always say campsites are the, 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 step, the stepchilds of, of, of the festival um, industry. Mm -hmm. um, so the, as soon as, as the festival does like this, all the attention will go to the festival and then you're kind of stuck on, on the campsite. So you need a partner, you need somebody who is dedicated to the campsite and will stay on the campsite. That's that's the two biggest uh, things. But but if you look at a campsite and you start from a blank canvas, it, <laughs> to say it like uh, that, a green canvas and a, a green uh, in this <laughs> in best case. <laughs> I can imagine it's not always the case. You need to build everything, eh? from from water, toilets, showers, even stores to buy foods. What are the things you you typically provide for a campsite? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It all starts, of course, with your with your your venue as as green as possible. The, 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 you need some some grass to pitch your tents, and and that's already the first thing. The festival promoter can choose between two fields. 
and he will take the nicest fields for the festival. But but on a festival, you have wooden floors, you have uh, um, the the drive plates and things like that. But but yeah, you can only pitch a campsite tent on on a grass field. So there's the the first struggle. Um, and then of course you you need some fencing and and some basic uh, site materials. And then um, kind of the first primary things are um, uh, toilets, showers. That's a new thing. You don't have showers at the festival campsite at a uh, festival. You do mm -hmm. have at the campsite. So in terms of water, you have um, you need more water. You need also more sewage. Uh, so that's already. Uh, a big thing to think of uh, also in terms of uh, capacities and then you have to add um, light for example is, is a good one um, basically on a festival you pitch uh, three four uh, big uh, light poles within a campsite people need to sleep so <laughs> in the mind of the festival promoter he said yeah okay we already uh, booked uh, four uh, big uh, 13 meter light poles yeah, you did it very well, but people will not sleep. So <laughs> no, if such a thing is above your tent, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's, it's, it seems logic. Yeah, we, we it's, it's just pitch, pitching four light poles. No, it isn't just pitching four light poles because the the more light you have on a campsite, the more mayhem it is because the people don't sleep. If you make it a little bit more dark, people will be calm and they will go asleep, and you will have a very uh, very uh, easy night. Um, and then, of course, you, you need to look at food and beverage, at, at routing, um, safety a little bit. Um, so, yeah, the, the, the basic, the, 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 the things are, are in line with the festival. However, you need to approach it on a different angle. Yeah, but th there are also less obvious things, eh? like, for example, an info point explaining where everybody needs to be. Uh, security, like you all already mentioned, you, you want to have it quiet at night so, so people can actually sleep, which is not very easy, I think, if people come uh, uh, from a festival. Yeah, that, that's also one of the differences between, between a campsite and a festival is the way people behave. On, on, you can be much more, how do you say it, um, more clear in, in, in towards things do, that, that you accept from visitors or not. But if, when, when somebody is, I don't know, fighting and at, at your festival, you can you can just say, okay, go outside eh, with, with the bouncers, uh, like they say. But on a campsite, when you have somebody who traveled uh, 1,200 kilometers from the south of France with his car and is drunk, Will you put them on the street at four o'clock in a strange village or at a big um, highway? No, you, you can't just do it. So, so often we are in discussion with, with security who says, yeah, this guy or girl, they need to go, but you can't put them on the street. Yeah, you can, but you don't want to... Uh, no, you don't want to take that, that responsibility. Yeah, that, that, that's your problem. So, so like I say, everything looks the same, but you need to approach it uh, with a different angle. I know a lot of, of the campings you organize is you also provide them with tents already available uh, for, for, for rent. Is that the, the, the new trend in festival camping that people don't bring their own tents anymore? Yeah, I think it's, it's, 
it's it it was a new trend. I think it's it's not new anymore. We saw it because I, I live on campsite since two thousand and three. So uh, there you have also uh, my age uh, is now disclosed. Um, and and between two thousand and ten and two thousand and twelve, we saw that people uh, the 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 need and the way people were camping at campsites. Um, yeah, there was a kind of a shift. There was a higher demand for for ease of use and a higher demand for um, comfort and extra experience. And those are basically the two things we, with Festi Tent, my other company, we offer the ease of use. But then, of course, you have also the, the glamping, the bell tents, the lodges, and so on, which is basically another segment. So we always say you have the three segments of the campsite, the regular campsite, people who come with their own tent. Then you have the ease of use, the Festi Tents. And then you have the glampings. It's like a city where you have a two-star, three-star, and five-star hotel. So, so, and and we think the market is is growing. Uh, on average, we see between two and three percent of the population on an average campsite um, who is in a pre-pitched accommodation. But in England, our English uh, uh, colleagues, they already have five, six percent. And for example, at at the Dreamville Tomorrowland campsite we see um, around 20% of the people is in a pre-pitched accommodation. So we think the, the market is, is, is huge in terms of uh, pre-pitched accommodations. And it's very important to, to catch that train uh, being a festival promoter. Now, if we were, we were looking at it un until now as, as, as the production, but you also have the operation of, 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 of the camping. And I can imagine if you have several thousands of guests, you're even larger than, than the largest hotels. Yeah. And you also need to, to make sure people sleep in the right... Well, they can decide in what, what tent they want to sleep themselves, obviously, but they have their own spots that needs to be assigned. Um, you also have all that kind of... yeah guest relationships going going on, on um uh, onboarding people and 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 so on yes yes indeed yeah basically you are in a village with seven eight nine ten twelve fifteen thousand people um with 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 um fewer resources eh? you are in a temporary structure uh, you're in a, you're in basically in a field with with some power and some water and also the people are in a different uh yeah status i would i would say um uh, they they have they are there with their tent so they are kind of exposed to 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 nature um to the weather they are drunk sometimes they are uh bad prepared they they don't it's it started to rain and they only bring a t-shirt for example so that are all things which you 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 have to deal with and which you have to take into account when operating a campsite and the hardest part of that is um, and that's also a big difference with with the festival your festival starts for example at noon and it ends at one two three o'clock so basically when you're at your festival being a festival promoter and you see after five minutes we made a mistake the bar i don't know is wrong then you know you you you, you close your eyes and you wait for 12 hours and then you have 12 hours to change because then everybody goes home or to the campsite and then you have your venue for your own and you can do whatever. If you want, you can turn the main stage upside down uh, if you have the, mm -hmm. the... But then a campsite, it, it's, it's opening on Friday at noon and it closes at Monday 
24 hours, um, there is something, there is the, the need for something, people are, are need some things. So you never have kind of the, 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 the safe time or the pause to, to change things, which is also very, very uh, difficult. And, and for example, um, crew catering, it's, it's a little piece of the puzzle, but we need, we, we have sometimes more people awake at night than, than during the day. So we need also crew catering at four o'clock in the morning because people are working for, for 12 hours during the night. So if you depend or depending on the crew catering of the festival, you will have nothing. And, and that's also a discussion we have a lot with, with festival promoters because yeah, you have uh, uh, breakfast, lunch and dinner, but, but with us breakfast is at seven o'clock in the evening for half of our people. So that's an interesting, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a different world. And, 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 just out of curiosity, the crew also then sleeps on the on, on the camping. They also stay there. Yeah, we made that choice choice almost uh, yeah, 20 years ago. So we didn't work with with a lot of um, how do you call it uh, clubs, football clubs, and and and, and youth uh, scouting things and and, and so on. Um, we always search people who want to work for us, which we pay, and and who we ask to stay at the campsite. So people come uh, working for us, they, they enter at Friday and they stay until Monday evening. And it's one big family who stays together. Also to have them present uh, at the venue in case there would uh, go something wrong, then you have your crew with you. So there's all, always one half sleeping and one half uh, is working. So if maybe as a last question, if, um, if an organizer is thinking about a uh, festival organizer is thinking about should I start with the camping, yes or not? What are the reasons to do so? Is, is it a profitable business uh, for for the festival? Is it? Are there other reasons you would want to consider? Well, I will give you a um, consultant answer. It depends. <laughs> <laughs> so it depends. It's it's very hard to get a campsite profitable when you look only at the campsite. So if you ask me, should you do it for the money? I would say stay out of it. However, um, what the campsite is doing, it's adding a lot of extra experience to the festival journey. For example, when you have a three-day festival, uh, people are, they come uh, to your festival at Friday, they are with you for eight, eight hours and then they go home, they come back, they go home. You can't really take them into your story. Uh, on the other hand, when they come at, at Friday and you can keep them with you, you can uh, pull them into your story, you can pull them into your journey, your experience, and then they go home uh, on Monday with a very good feeling. So, so that's the biggest uh, profit for a campsite. And of course, the longer they are with you, the more probably they will consume and, and, and in terms of that. So it's, it's very difficult to look at the PL at the profits and loss of the campsite. You have to uh, put it in a bigger picture. And then, of course, it's, it's a, big, uh, a big extra and a big gain for everybody. Okay. Thank you, Geert. Yeah, I think they need an expert like you to help uh, uh, them. So we will put the link below the video. Geert, thank you very much for sharing your insights on festival campings. Yes, it was my pleasure and uh, I wish you a very pleasant day and a very good festival summer. <laughs> thank you. And you at home, thank you for watching our show. I hope to see you next week.